Steinbeck once wrote something along the lines of, No man really knows about UFOs. The best he can do is suppose that they are like himself. What he meant by that, and I happen to agree with him, is that believing UFOs are vehicles for little man-shaped aliens is such a terrestrial human concept that it seems far-fetched. Unfortunately, UFOs and aliens are nearly synonymous terms to most people, and I say unfortunately because I believe that presuming UFOs are extraterrestrial makes them a lot easier to prematurely dismiss. Nothing about the following case suggests that the phenomena witnessed was an extraterrestrial craft, so I recommend putting that notion out of your mind while you listen. Judge this story on its own merits, and I think you'll come to the same conclusion that I have, that this is a compelling case. Welcome to Invisible Night School. March 8, 1994, in Grand Haven, Michigan, 9 p.m. Cindy Pravda witnesses something strange through her kitchen window. This is her account. It was in the evening, about 9 o'clock at night. I was, you know, back then we didn't have cell phones. We had ported phones on the wall. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and I looked out my kitchen window and saw these four looked like to me like full moons, four full moons in a straight line above the tree line of our yard. They were in a straight line, stationary. I could see it. The light just moved slowly away, and it would move back again. And it was in a perfect line again. And then there was two instances. It was like a, such a quickening, you know, in front of my eyes. It was like poof and one disappeared and then the three lights were still there and then it was like after that half hour duration they just were gone her description of the behavior of these objects is an important detail she mentions the lights hanging in a formation one separates then eventually returns before they all leave keep that detail in mind as we progress through the night next just south of cindy's encounter in holland michigan 9:30 p.m Joseph and Michelle Graves, 14 and 10 years old respectively, are watching TV when they see a circle of multicolored lights in the sky from their window, moving at about treetop level. They run to get their parents, Holly and Daryl. They call Ottawa County Police Dispatch. Um, we were just wondering, have you heard anything about these lights that are flickering up here in the, what is it, the east, east-southeast area? Coming down 16th Street, right to Country Club Road. If 
you look to your immediate, just, just to your lower right, they're right there in the sky. This is something we've never seen before. Okay, we'll have somebody check it out. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. According to the MUFON field investigator's UFO sighting questionnaire, Daryl describes the object as five objects in a circular formation, slowly rising and separating. Meanwhile, a few blocks northwest, Troy Prince, his brother, and a third man see four lights in a circle from their second floor balcony. This is what they described. Now, one one? Yeah, um, is this the place? We do the dispatching form services. Okay, um, I don't know if you guys do anything on UFOs at all. I got real... Everyone's going up and down. Hold on. Oh, excuse me? Okay, what do you have there, sir? Um, there were uh, at least four lights, and they were all flashing like, like, okay, they were the sequence. It was a kind of like a V, and there were four lights, and they were blinking back and forth. And there's no way, I mean, a plane's not that wide. And then it, then it started, and then it went down to three lights, and it started spinning around. Like, I mean, like, it was a circular motion. So it started going up and down, and then, it, and then it went to two lights, it did the same thing, and now it's one, and it just spins in a circle. Okay. Okay, what's your name? Uh, my name is Troy Prince. Troy Prince? Yeah. And you're at... Yes, I am. Okay, we'll have somebody stop by and see you. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You'll notice that he describes the lights like a wreath or in a circular formation, like the Graves family's account. But also, the individual lights seem to disappear, not unlike Cindy Pravda's description. Witnesses continue to call 911 and describe what they're seeing. 911. You guys busy? A little bit. I can call that shot a really emergency. We just called about the needle falls, we thought. Mm-hmm. They're out there. Same yeah. airplane. Yeah, we've got a car on the way over there. This witness suggests that they might be hot air balloons. We'll soon hear why that suggestion is very unlikely, but the part I'd like to highlight is the behavior he describes. They came up like a group and broke apart. Again, a similar description. The car the dispatcher mentions is Officer Velthaus, who arrives at the Graves home at 9.43 to see that the lights have split into two pairs. He watches them through binoculars as they travel south. Meanwhile, after receiving so many reports, the 911 operator calls the National Weather Service office in Muskegon to see if these objects are visible on radar. Jack Bouchon answers. Weather Service, Muskegon. Hi, Muskegon. This is Ottawa County 911. 
one calling. Yeah, how you doing? Good. You guys have access to a radar there, don't you? Yes, we do. You do. You getting anything weird down in the southern Ottawa County area? Anything weird? Hold on for a second. Okay. Yeah, 84th and uh, Garfield. Out of Chicago. That's a track track radar. Um, nothing more than the usual ground clutter we get right there. Let okay. me uh, get on closer range. Okay, the reason I ask is we're getting a whole bunch of calls of some strange lights in the uh, southern Ottawa, northern Allegan County, right near Holland City area. Strange light? Yeah. Such okay. as we've, got, we've had about 60 UFO calls. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm sitting here going, no, come on, there's got to be something more to this. Yeah. Well, I have to call a UFO reporting center then about this. But, um, this is just, you know, we've had a couple of them, and we've got a couple, we got an officer out there right now, and he says, uh, the only thing he sees right now is a tower. What they had done is replaced their lights. Uh -huh. They were on steady before. Now they're on uh, an alternating blinking pattern. Uh -huh. That's what he's writing it off to, but a couple of our people, are, or the citizens, are saying, well, yeah, but they seem to be moving. Well, are you standing in the same spot you were before? No. Well, that would make a move to me, you know, I mean, yeah. if you're standing on one side of your house, you go to the other, yeah, they're going to be in a different location. So I was just kind of curious if you noticed anything or um, anything on there at all. I'm looking at it in the vertical now, and, and I'm not really, let's see, wait a minute, there's something right there. Okay, let's see what that is. Looks like uh, there is a larger turn down there. Let's see, that looks like um, it's up about maybe... Disappear, but it was up about 6,000 feet in about um, could have been a plane, I don't know, but it was pretty big. Wait a minute, sure that was. Yeah, they're getting a bunch of weird ones down here, and like I see now, we're, now it's starting to appears to be moving a little bit south. Yeah, uh, okay, oh, move. Let's see. Yeah, there's something big down there. Wait a minute, that's really strange. Um, it's, I get it down at uh. South Bend. No, wait a minute, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong graph. Let's see. Really strange. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find the right overlay, I can see exactly where I'm seeing it. I can't find it.
like a big blob. Yeah, that's the way it was explained to us. And it's not... I think it's almost off the scope. Let me go to another. Hmm. This is weird. Let me go to another, uh, let's see. Storms. 
they're, they're like, they're just popping up all over the place. This is strange, yeah, because the officer says it's uh, green and red lights. It does not look like an airplane. Okay. They come together and then they separate and they just keep doing this all the time. And you see that? Yeah, I'm seeing three returns. Uh, they've moved positions now. Um, South Haven. Looks like shed more light.
But these are about, on my radar scope, these are about the size of maybe, uh, looks like a half centimeter across. I'm gonna try uh, Grand Rapids once here too and see if they can see if they got anything that they're aware of once too. Okay, they look like they're moving. They're all moving toward the south, towards Chicago. There's three returns moving towards Chicago. Um, they're about over center of uh, Lake Michigan. Three of them in a triangle, and they're about the uh, southern real southern part of uh, Lake Michigan, probably just off the coast of Berrien County. Okay. Just just northeast of Chicago. All right, I will uh, give them a shot. We'll see what I can uh, locate from them. Okay. Thank uh, you very much. You're welcome. All right, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we just heard you speaking with the 911 operator. Tell me what that was like once you began to start getting returns on your radar. I started to track it about, uh, I guess it was towards the end of the um the accounts on the ground you know when the when the uh when the witnesses uh, could see it from the ground um and it seemed like when i first started tracking them they were down at a reasonable height at about 5000 feet and they were going at a at a, a pretty slow speed you know maybe 100 miles an hour uh, they they looked bigger than normal for where they were on the uh, um, radar, but could be maybe because there were a few uh, of them, uh, you know, in formation. And when, if they're in formation and they're less than a half mile apart in distance, it would show up as one big blob because then shortly after I started seeing four and five of them. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, is, uh, for, I was watching them for about 30 seconds acting normally like a normal airplane. And then all of a sudden it just stops. The thing stops like freezes. And the first thing it does after stopping is just jump really high up, way high up. And I'm cranking my elevation one really high to try to keep up with it, you know. And uh, uh, I finally find it up, you know, at about 55,000 feet. And so um, it had jumped from near uh, 800 feet up above ground level to uh, to 55,000 in, in, in less than less than a second, you know, just just like that. I noticed that in a lot of the articles after the fact, um, people seem to write this off as maybe you were seeing ground clutter on your radar. What do you have to say to that? I knew they were something because uh, they weren't attached to the ground. Ground clutter is basically attached to the ground. You see it when you're when you're got it on a low elevation, you know. And so, uh, but when you're trying. Uh, tr- doing the raising the radar dish way up high close to 45 degrees you know you're, you're not picking it's it's not going to be doing bound you know uh att- you know the uh, super refraction back to the ground it's just not going to do that it, it that's the way to get rid of the anomalous call it anomalous propagation but that's the way you get rid of the ap or the or the ground clutter so describe to me what you were seeing and tell me maybe what was going through your mind at the time. I mean, I know that some experiencers have mentioned kind of an 
a feeling or an intuition that whatever they were watching was aware of them watching it. Was that similar with you? There were three of them that I could see at another moment. That's when I was able to see three was when they, when he climbed, when he climbed, there were several of them, three of them that were all at different levels. But what, but what made it kind of weird was that they were, uh, all in the same, uh, plane looking down my radar. Um, and, uh, so they were in the same plane, but on my range height indicator radar display, it looked like a triangle. They, they, it was like they drew a geometric shape in a way that I could see it on, on my own scope that they probably thought I was monitoring. If, if, you know, if they were a human and knew how our, our UFO, our, how our radar scopes worked, it's like they knew how our UFO, our, our <laughs> radar uh, scopes worked that, that by, uh, by doing the maneuver they made, they knew that I was going to, as a ra- and a radar observer, they knew that they were going to give me a show. I mean, that's what it, that's what they did. It wasn't like they were trying to get away from me. They were playing around with me, you know. So thanks to this 911 tape, we have a pretty good record of that night. We can essentially track the objects. But did you continue to watch them throughout the night? Tell me, tell me what you saw after the tape ends. So it wasn't too long. If you've noticed, if you if you do notice, is that right, right around the time that I started watching them on radar was when the witnesses started not seeing them anymore because they were putting the show on for me, I guess, you know, because I could see them. And and also uh, they went out over Lake Michigan and they went out into the middle of Lake Michigan. They went straight out, straight west and uh, and then and then started heading straight south uh, from there. So when they went over Lake Michigan, they didn't go straight southwest towards Chicago. They went straight west went to the middle of Lake Michigan, right into the middle of it. And, and then just kind of, kind of went down. And during this time, this was one of the few times that we had total uh, coverage of ice across Lake Michigan. And uh, it was pretty cool to see. I remember that. Um, It looked like the Arctic, you know, going out to to Lake Michigan, seeing that. But, uh, um, but, the only open source of water was down there near Chicago. And so it's as if they, it's as if a bunch of them uh, were picking up water, you know, and they were spending a long time doing it. Uh, When I left at midnight, um, I could still see them kind of floating around out there doing business. Yeah. Yeah. There were still there and they, they looked like you would see, there were like, several dozens of dots just kind of kind of floating around just kind of moving around well some most of them were stationary but occasionally you'd see one that one you know one two three or four that were kind of moving in between them you know just kind of slowly moving amongst them you know so you knew there was some activity there it's just that they they it's as if they were there for a reason they were had some kind of meeting or they had to all refuel or something, you know, it was, 
it was very interesting. This is where I'll put a pin in this case for now. Believe it or not, new details have come to light, but we'll have to wait for the update. Until then, please feel free to send any questions or comments to invisiblenightschool at gmail.com. But for now, class dismissed.